When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. So it was a pretty ordinary Wednesday evening, the 18th of October, and doing what I typically doing about 8 o'clock in the evening. I was working on stuff for Thursday's show, reading and making a couple of notes. I was on the phone, I was chatting with the family about everybody's day, and we were having the dinner. The dinner was on the table. And herself had made, and as she often does, and they're lovely, she makes these big home-cut potato wedges that are the size of small doorstops. I love them. So, as you do, I just reached out and grabbed a big wedge, dipped it in mayo. I know, I know. And bit. And the minute I bit into it, I realized, oh my God, the damn thing is red hot. And instead of doing what I should have done and spit it straight out, I swallowed. And it got stuck. And I fired some water down to wash it down, and that cooled my throat down. But in the space of the couple of seconds, I'd done damage. And you know you've burnt yourself. It's sore and it's yuck. It just feels awful. So you try the ice cream and you try the cold water and try the bit of ice. See what it is. Going to bed, I was very sore. Very sore going to bed. So I took a bit of paracetamol and went off to sleep. Woke up in the early hours in quite a lot of pain. Um, couldn't swallow properly. Couldn't swallow my saliva properly. So back downstairs, more paracetamol into the fridge. A couple of scoops of ice cream. I said, maybe that'll sort it out. What did I do? Half an hour later, I was in trouble. Um, I was sitting on the end of the bed and I realized... My breathing is getting a little bit laboured. Now, I was okay, but my breathing was getting slightly laboured. So I thought, you're in trouble, lad. You've done harm here. Get yourself seen to us. So I drove into the hospital at God knows what time it was. The bones of quarter to three. The ED at the COH that night was mercifully quiet. There wasn't a sinner. Not a sinner on a Wednesday night. And I was seen very quickly by a triage nurse and she said look you're going to be seen by an ENT doctor and she put one of these little tubes in my arm the cannula and I knew it was I was in for the night at least a uh, fabulous doctor who was on duty that night guy called Adrian Sheehan from Mallow uh, came over to me and chatted with me and he said look you've, you've done a bit of harm we're going to have to get the doctor over from the South Infirmary to have a look at you but we'll get your pain under control we'll get you sorted don't worry we'll get you sorted so I then was transferred. Doctor called Veronica came over, scanned me there and then in the ED and said, Yeah, I had burned myself. I'd burned myself and it was kinda of nasty. Uh, and I'd have to get a, a more detailed examination. So I spent from Thursday morning to Monday afternoon as a patient in the South Infirmary. Everybody was brilliant. Everybody was just brilliant. Um, they're all wonderful and they're all a credit to the health service every single one of them that works over there um, they just couldn't do enough for you for the few days they were fantastic um, but it got me thinking and, and more than one person who cared for me over the few days said you know what you'd be very surprised how often we see this uh, you're not even the first this week to burn yourself on food 
Apparently those microwave baked potatoes are, are, are a serious offender for burning people. And I was then reminded of an old statistic about how many common accidents happen to us at home. And we were discussing this as a team while I was off just chatting back and forth. And there's a conversation in that for when I get back about accidents at home. And who better to uh, check in with than a man who's probably seen it all and, and then some in his years on the emergency ward. I speak of Dr. Chris Luke. Chris, good morning to you. Good morning, PJ, and I'm delighted to hear you're, you're well recovered from the sound of your voice. And I'm, I'm sorry for your troubles, but uh, thank you so much for the, uh, the, the accolades for the staff at CUH and the South Infirmary. That's, I mean, people need to remember that it's hugely welcome and hugely important to, 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 to express some encouragement for the staff because that's really what keeps them going. So thank you for that. Now, Dr. Adrian came over to me. I was there about 20 minutes and he introduced himself. And he said, you're not the first I've seen with this. We'll get you sorted. We'll get you sorted. And they did. And I was delighted. But, but Chris, it got us thinking. These are very common accidents. Well, I think, uh, PJ, actually, I mean, uh, over my you know, 35, 40-odd years of working in, in emergency departments in four or five cities, um, uh, you know, the actual idea of, of hot liquid and hot food, it, you know, burning you is not that unusual. But I think you put your, your finger on the issue when you mentioned the microwave. I think that's actually the relatively new hazard. Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, we, we, I think almost everybody these days with a microwave uh, overheats things and underheats them, you know, and you have to kind of find the sweet spot. Uh, and very often you find that the soup or the, 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 the reheated uh, pasta or, or, or spuds is incredibly hot and you kind of leave it down to cool. But, you know, inevitably some people are going to pop the, the, the hot, very, very hot soup or the very, very hot pasta and, or potato into their mouth, uh, uh, just as you've done. And we've all done it. Mm. Um, now, these were out of the oven. They weren't a microwave job. Oh, but well, the, yeah, so yeah. I thought you meant microwave. But, but yeah. microwave will definitely do that or, the, or just, just out of the oven, yeah. obviously. But it, it's interesting because if you look at the literature, and yeah, thank you for the... Thank you for the fantastic case report. You, you should present that at, at a grand round in CUH. But, it, it, you know, if you look at the literature, you know, going back several years, uh, you'll see that the, the hot potato uh, burns of the back of the throat are actually not that unusual. But it's very unusual to be, to be now, I mean, I'll be very blunt about that. It's very unusual for it to be, to be lethal. But the key thing here is, that it, there's often a, a, a silent period, and it's a bit like the head injuries that you hear about the youngsters who fall and bang their head on the pavement. There's a similar sort of treacherous period of relatively silent or asymptomatic. So when you know you get the initial shock of the burn, uh, you might you know say Panadol or fresh air or inhaling fresh air or you know the cold water, the the ice cubes or the, or the ice cream, and then it seems to settle. But about four or six hours later, then you start feeling exactly what you described, which is the I can't swallow. I'm drooling. It really hurts me to even to speak. Uh, and actually, I'm finding it quite difficult to, to breathe. Those are incredibly important red flags. So if any of your listeners uh, think that that's something that they're, they're, they're seeing or they're feeling, they're seeing in a, in a youngster or their, their loved one or them, in themselves, they need to get a medical a medical attention immediately mm-hmm. or, or an ambulance. So, so a very, very interesting story and a very clear-cut example of how the, the, it's the inflammation that's causing the damage. So you, you have the burn, and then over several hours afterwards, the, the area that's been burned becomes increasingly swollen mm-hmm. uh, and, and red uh, and, 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 and sore, and that's what's causing the blockage. Yeah, that, 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 I think what scared me was 
when I sat on the edge of my bed and my breath was rasping slightly. Yeah, that's and exactly. I said, and I either the, drive now or in an hour I mightn't be able to. And that's, a, that's a, again, as I said, an enormously important point. Because if, you're, if you have an, a rapidly evolving situation, then you have to say, right, I mean, if I don't go now, I may not be able to. Because uh, the other thing uh, was probably to wake the wife, you know, or to wake the partner. Uh, because uh, one of the, here, there are other situations we can talk about um, where, in which the, the person experiencing the crisis, and they don't quite know it's a crisis yet, they're so embarrassed. Now, that's, a, that's a really important. People often sustain really severe harm as a result of embarrassment, not wanting to tell anybody, for example, at the dinner table, or not wanting to wake up their, their, their loved ones because, oh, you know, I, I, they, they'll only think I'm, I'm a terrible... Oh, Chris, singer. I was mortified when I went out yeah. to the hospital. Yeah. I burnt myself on my dinner. I was mortified. I know, I know, I know. But, you know, the thing is, I'd rather be mortified and recover uh, than, be, than, than suffer. And, and, and let's be blunt about it. People do die from this sort of thing. And uh, I, 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 they, they, they die from what's often called a cafe coron. And it's a slightly different situation. But again, it involves food. Uh, and classically, uh, you know, a, 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 a potato or a piece of steak. And that's called a cafe coronary. And what happens is that people have a few drinks. They're in a night out. They're in a table with a lot of chatting and, and noise and merriment. Uh, and what happens is this. They are talking excitedly or at the same time exactly as they're eating. So at, they are talking and they put the fork into the bit of meat and they put it into the mouth as they are talking. And as a result of that, the lid of the windpipe is still open. Because to, open, to speak, you need the windpipe to be open and, and the vocal cords, you know, wind going past the vocal cords. So if your windpipe lid is open at the same time as you put food into your mouth, there's a very real risk that the food will go straight into the windpipe and block it. Uh, and you end up with what's called a cafe coronary, uh, which is where people find that they can't, they can suddenly can't speak because there's no air going past the vocal cords. They clutch their neck. They embarrassedly slip away into the bathroom to see if they can cough it up. Uh, and unfortunately, they're found there t- five, ten, fifteen minutes later ex- expired. Well, uh, is, you know, isn't that the old the old thing our mothers always taught us, Chris? Don't talk with your mouth full. It wasn't just because it's rude; it's actually dangerous. Precisely. Precisely. Wow. And domestic accidents, uh, things that just simple things, falls, slips, slides, burns, you'd see a lot of them in the AD, would you? Uh, all con- uh, every conceivable uh, incident you can imagine. For example, you know, Halloween, you know, we'll see fireworks. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I call uh, fireworks little bombs. And, you know, every fireworks season, you know, going back a month or two before and a month or two after Halloween, uh, or Guy Fawkes if you're in the north, or, the, you know, or even the 12th of July, you know, or bonfire season, you'll see uh, people with terrible injuries, particularly to their eyes, sometimes deliberately. You know, sometimes fireworks are thrown at people uh, and they can end up with a horrible injury to their face or to their eyes. And, you know, there was a woman there recently in the press in the last few days who'd lost an eye because yeah. a firework was thrown at her. So, yes, I mean, basically it's all about the the season that's in it. Uh, You know, you have Christmas-related weird stuff. You have Halloween-related weird stuff. Uh, And uh, we've already heard there's eating-related weird stuff. With adults, it's very often food. One of the few fatal examples, fatal case reports from your 
uh, from your type of, of category was a fatal fish cake, a hot fish cake, which again the person uh, omit, you know didn't come to the hospital uh, initially. And in fact, then when they did, did they, nothing to see, and they were sent home, and then they died. Uh, a few hours later at home. So, so food is the problem with adults, but of course it's not, it tends to be other things like button batteries or coins or pebbles or peas with, with youngsters because, you know, as we all know, toddlers explore the world through their mouth. Yeah. You know, they're a little bit like puppies. They put everything into their mouth to see what it tastes like and, you know, the texture. Uh, and if, if you're not careful, and if they're talking or if they're running around while they've got something like that in their mouth, uh, they can often get, get stuck in their, in, their, in, in their gullet or in their airway. And basically the story is a bit like your own story. Uh, there is a problem. They start drooling saliva coming out of their mouth. They may start make, making uh, we- weird, wheezy, sort of asthmatic noises. Or the worst thing of all, when they go silent and there's no air getting past the vocal cords. Uh, and that's really very ominous. You know, the, the accident we used to often see on a cartoon was the, the child with the saucepan and the head stuck inside in the saucepan. Has that ever happened? I, 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 I was stretching my, my mind to, to remember if I'd ever seen that. Now, obviously, you see that mostly on the pages of the Beano magazine or, uh, or, you know, or, or, or one of those sort of ones. But I, I think I've seen that once or twice, again, over 30, 30 years. But it, that's, not, that's not one of the common... I mean, to, to, to be serious again for a moment, the one that I dread most is the one where the toddler or the 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 the, the child pulls um, the flex of a kettle, uh, a boiling kettle. Or now again, when I when you say, do you know of any incidents with saucepans? Here's the one that I that frightens me most: is it's not putting an empty saucepan on their head; it's pulling a full saucepan of boiling stew or boiling water by the handle down on top of them. Because in other words, if mum or dad are, are cooking something on the hob. Uh, and there's a little toddler or two-year-old, and they, they can reach up to that. They may want to know what's going up there, Mum. You know, and that, that's it. that's obviously the, the okay. And if that happens, obviously again, first aid. You know, rinse them for 15 minutes under cold uh, tap or you know, room temperature or cold water. Uh, that applies to most burns, obviously, and it, it applies to. Um, you know, things like acid and alkali. And that was one of the things I was going to mention as well. Another important thing, mm-hmm. talking about putting stuff into your mouth is dishwasher tablets. That's something you have to be very careful with kids. Yeah, and they're so colourful and attractive. I often wonder, is that wise? Chris, a pleasure as always. Lastly, yeah. one quick word on fireworks. You would be appealing to people in all your experience. For goodness sake, don't. Yes, and the other thing to not forget is, remember, dogs and cats can be absolutely terrified by, by, yeah. by, by fireworks. And it's very, very cruel to dogs and cats. So please try and keep dogs indoor or cats away. And people who are using fireworks need to remember, you know, that, that little people, uh, dogs and elderly people can be terrified and terrorized by, by, by fireworks. So, Chris, so bear that in mind. As always, thank you very much, uh, Dr. Chris Luke. 0818 96, 96, 96. I am fine, but I am fine thanks to the great work of the doctors and nurses and everybody else in the COH and the South Infirmary. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Corks 96 FM.